Hello, and welcome to the MyCare Champion Cast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Laura Hall of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. Today, we're talking about healthcare IT and specifically data. When we think about healthcare, most people think of medicine, nurses, physicians, and hospitals. But one major component of modern healthcare is data. By collecting and securely sharing patient information, Michigan hospitals are working to improve efficiency and safety in healthcare for patients. First, we'll talk to Tim Pletcher, the Executive Director of the Michigan Health Information Network, or MIHIN, about how healthcare organizations share health information. Each organization does their job, and when they finish, they send a, a, a little care summary out to basically everybody else who's connected to that patient. Historically, they have sent that on paper in a big brown envelope or you know, recently they've been sending it as a fax. So some of these are quite long. And, and so can you imagine getting like a thousand page fax and your doctor's trying to figure out um, what should I do with it? And so what we do is we, we actually uh, make it possible so whenever you show up, an alert can be generated. So it's possible for a doctor to know, hey, my patient's shown up in the emergency department. Um, or when they leave, they get one of these care summaries, but electronic. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of folks are still on faxes, and so we're in the journey to sort of move everybody from, um, you know, we're not doing brown paper uh, envelopes anymore, but we are, we are doing a lot of faxing still, and we're in the transition to get everybody to get these electronic care summaries and these alerts when people come in and out of the hospital or the emergency department. So what is my hen's role in all this? So we are kind of like the interstate. Um, you know, everybody gets that information to us, and then we redistribute it. And, um, you know, we redistribute it in, in kind of in real time. So within a couple of minutes, we, we forward all that information on to the next place. Um, we also are responsible for what we call the legal chain of trust. And that means basically everybody is legally connected to this network. They've committed to the security and the privacy kinds of rules for how that information is going to be shared and what they're going to do with it. Um, and w w we monitor the quality of that information. So not every organization has the same work process, um, and healthcare is pretty complicated, so they might call things different things. So the non-sexy part of our job is we keep track of what's called the master data what everything's called. If you think about it, you might pick the name of your favorite emergency department. Think of all the ways somebody could spell that differently and the mistakes that could happen. Or we keep track of all the doctor's names. So sometimes people don't know how to even pronounce their own doctor's name. So we keep all that master data so all of the routing uh, can, can work. Everything can get where it's supposed to be in the most secure and, and uh, private way that it can. So I can kind of understand how an office benefits or, you know, a doctor's office. From a patient's perspective, what does this mean for them? How would this, how does this impact my care sure. when I go to the doctor? Sure. Great, great, great question. Um, so, you know, com probably if you, you mean space exploration or, you know, deep sea diving or, you know, exploring the ocean's floors, uh, those are pretty dangerous. Uh, healthcare is dangerous, too. And a lot more people encounter the healthcare system. And we have some of the best healthcare in the world, uh, which means we have very sophisticated activities going on. But it's, um, 
it's very fragmented. So different people see different specialists for different things, and they cross a lot of organizational boundaries. People have and want a lot of choice. But what happens is it's very hard for everybody to stay coordinated. And so if you have complex medications, or if you were just in a different emergency department a week ago, that's really critical information to the doctor who's seen you this week. And so as a patient, uh, you, know, you, you need all of those actors to know exactly what's gone on with you before. That, we call that prior knowledge. So when they see you, they can take not only what you're presenting with right now, but all that prior knowledge that's around so they can make the best possible decision for you to get, to get you the best outcome. And um, people who are on their cell phones and people who do online banking assume that the healthcare industry works that way. And we're trying. We're trying really hard to get it to work that way, but it doesn't. Um, it's only in the last few years that all the doctors have had electronic medical records. And so it's been very hard to share electronically stuff that's been trapped on paper. So we're at a really exciting time in our industry because that's, that interoperability is the, the big word that we use there, is starting to happen but it's just starting to happen, and we're trying to do that in a way that uh, doesn't overload everybody. But let's people get situational awareness. Is what what the fighter pilots call it, situational awareness. You got to know what's around you and know what decision to take. Really trying to make sure that those doctors who see people have situational awareness, not overloaded by the information, but have enough information so they can make a good decision. Just to kind of dig into that a little more, I can imagine if I, like your example, if I was at a doctor last week and then I come to a new physician or, you know, a different specialist this week, having that prior knowledge would help them not order the exact same tests I had done last week or make sure to not prescribe a medication that could conflict with something I'm already on. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Oh, there's absolutely not wasting, you know, the, the, the duplication of effort, but it's more importantly knowing what the decision process was from a prior um, professional, taking that into account as they make the next decision. Because if you, if you think of the way your, di your, diagnostic, your diagnosis evolves, so they think it's one thing based on what's going on, but uh, medicine, we don't know all the answers in medicine. So we have to kind of figure it out. And we're trying to enable people to figure out how to take care of you a lot of times when it's complicated and unknown. So what do physicians and kind of healthcare providers see? Uh, do they need to take extra steps to make sure that my information is shared or? Yeah, so right now, this is cumbersome. Um, right now, if you go and see your doctor, they're likely to complain about having to put information into their EHR. But every time they do that, they do that for their patients. Um, because, you know, it's not in their immediate interest to put that information in. It's in your interest so that the next person in line who sees you uh, actually uh, can benefit from that prior knowledge. Uh, so they, they experience it with having to put the information in. Um, but then if the, if the interstate system and the roads are not in place to connect everything, then they actually don't get the benefit back out on the other side. And that, that's our job is to really connect all those different systems so that when they go into the, their own EHR, they see all the stuff the last person presented. But, but most importantly, and this is where we're putting our energy now, is not overwhelming everyone with all the information. So you know when you go to your mailbox and there's this huge big stack of stuff and most of it's rubbish, okay? 
That's happening to doctors today. And so what our big emphasis is basically to filter all that stuff out so that just the most important things show up in their mailbox. And that's a lot of work right now. And, and that's where a lot of our energy is going. And, but if we, if we get it tailored just right, you know, not too hot, not too cold, just right, then, then essentially they'll have the information they need um, and not too much information. And right now we've got folks getting too much information and other folks not getting enough information because we're, we're in this process to connect everything. Um, so what's to come with the future? And you're kind of touching on some of this, but what's the future of this? So what's super, super exciting is that there are a bunch of new standards for making data available. And these standards are not the old ways we, we connected these old mainframe computers. This is giving access to your smartphone and the web. And so what's happening, and it's got a catchy, great name, it's called FHIR, F-H-I-R, okay? And uh, it is a new standard that really Apple and Google, all, all of the personal computing type uh, vendors are trying to take advantage of so that you can get your own information much easier. And the big thing that will happen is instead of going to a portal and logging in, but maybe having four or five portals that you have to go and log into, you'll be able to really use these new mobile apps to connect to a variety of EHRs and pull all your stuff together and do new things with it, you know, or, or give it to your doctor in a new way. Next, we'll talk to Jim Lee, the MHA's Vice President of Data Policy and Data Analytics about why it's important that health information is shared. In the past, uh, individual providers had a complete set of information on the care they provided in their office or hospital, but they couldn't see beyond their four walls or their institutions. Uh, there was no mechanism to provide that exchange of information. So now with health information exchanges and MyHIN in, uh, in specifically, providers have the ability to see the care that's being provided at the full continuum. You know, not just within their hospital or within their office setting, but they can see, for example, if I went to Sparrow Hospital and then went to the ER within Beaumont and then went to my uh, primary care physician and had care. And, sp and specifically for the primary care physician, they have the ability to manage that care more effectively because now they see the places that I've shown up in and what type of care I've received, what medication I've, I'm taking and things of that nature. So you kind of touched on this, but what kinds of information um, are hospitals and healthcare providers sharing this yeah. way? Yeah. So initially, it really revolved around some basic, what they call admission, discharge, and transfer information. You know, where were you seen? What were some of the primary uh, conditions that you were seen for? Um, you know, when were you discharged? When were you transferred? It was something as simple as that to prompt primary care physicians to then follow up with that patient for any aftercare issues. Now there's more clinical information that's being exchanged. So information, as I mentioned, like medication. You know, what type of medication are you taking, which is very important in the continuum of care. You know, what specifically, what type of procedures were, were provided for you at that facility. So very much detailed information about the type of care and the in medication that you received and where you are then been transferred to for that care. Are, those are the types of information that are now being exchanged, much more comprehensive. So I can kind of imagine from what you're saying for a primary care physician, in my relationship with my primary care physician, this could really help improve sure. the care I'm getting and 
could it possibly reduce costs and improve you know safety and things like that yeah absolutely so the, if there is medication that may be in conflict with some things that have been prescribed by other physicians then that can be caught through that exchange of information so there may be settings or situations where an individual is potentially um, hopping from ER to ER maybe for uh, opioids and and the primary care physician doesn't know that uh, and so you can then manage that use of opioids much more effectively because of that um, but like I said it, having that full picture of the care that's being provided beyond just your office or, or hospital allows somebody to then manage that care. How is MHA and Michigan Hospitals um, working to improve this information sharing right now? Yeah, so in a number of ways. One is uh, supporting groups like the Michigan Health Information Network and the processes that they are undertaking to facilitate that exchange of information. So we're encouraging our member hospitals to participate in not only local health information exchange, but the statewide Mahian efforts as well. And that is has shown you know, appreciable you know, impacts on the, the type of care that's being provided to individuals and the management of that care from a primary care physician perspective. Um, that's one way we're doing that. Obviously, through some of our quality efforts through Keystone, we're doing that as well. So whether it's readmissions, one of the things that's important with readmissions is not only understanding that a patient has come back into your own facility, but if the patient has come back into another facility as well. In the past, without that exchange, you didn't know that patient might have went into another hospital and was readmitted into that facility. But now we have that ability to see where that patient is going, even if it's not within your facility, and then manage that readmission much more effectively uh, and try to prevent that in the future. Why are readmissions important? There is a perspective that uh, you know, much of the readmissions that are occurring that are preventable is due to a lack of coordination of care. So when uh, somebody is discharged from a hospital, you know, the primary care physician may not know that individual has been uh, discharged from a hospital and they're not effectively potentially able to manage their pain and then that individual then goes back into a hospital, which adds cost to the system, which increases potentially the um, um, complications that might occur that's associated with that care. So if you can manage that and reduce the need for somebody to get readmitted into a hospital, you're reducing costs and reducing potentially avoidable complications as well. Um, so what outcomes or improvements are we seeing from these efforts so far? Well, I think you are seeing better management of the care specifically. So again, as I mentioned, primary care physicians now have the ability to see where those patients are going. They will get notified when, for example, if I go into the ER within uh, Sparrow Hospital, uh, they'll get notified uh, that I went into that ER. And, and if it's something that they need to pay attention to, let's say I have a chronic disease that they need to manage that more effectively, they can then follow up with me to get, um, you know, to effect more effectively manage my care. Um, so those are some of the things that we're seeing some improvements on in terms of coordination of care. I think we are starting to see a slight decrease in readmissions. It's still a major issue within the state and across the U.S., and, but that, I think, will continue to see a decrease in that as better coordination of care and that transitions of care becomes much more effective. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you're interested in learning more, visit myhin.org for a wealth of information and resources. And be sure to join us next time for the MyCare Champion Cast.